prices have increased 5.4%. I'm not quite sure what that means in terms of mathematically, because that's just not my strong suit. But in terms of everyday living, that means that gas prices have gone up. I know you know that. Grocery prices have gone up. Milk, bread, eggs have gone up. And they're even making things smaller and acting as if we don't know about it. So friend, what does this have to do with me and you? It means that we should be wise. And for us to do this, we need to learn. And we need to have a strategy. So friend, where are you? Of course, life and faith chats. And today we're having a life chat. And we're having a life chat with a special guest. This special guest happens to be a very good friend of mine, but I want to tell you about her, okay? She is an author several times over, and she'll be sharing from one of her books, her newest release. She's a musician, she's a publisher, she's a fellow podcaster, and she's an educator. My friend's name is Marlene Jenkins Cooper. Friend, if you're new, this is where we use the Bible as our base to inform us about life decisions and choices and to help us choose the best life that God has for us. And I have special guests who share things that will enlighten and inform us. Welcome and welcome Marlene Jenkins Cooper to Life and Faith Chats. Thank you, Joy. Thank you so much. So I started talking about prices, Marlene. But I'm talking about prices because I'm beginning a series and I'm bringing my friends along with me. So friends, come on. And as we approach the holiday season, see the present? As we start buying and doing things, we need to make wise choices. Marlene is here to help us from lessons in her book that she has to help us. And that's my series, Living Wisely During the Holiday Season. Marlene, please, what can we do so that we do not make the mistake and end up broke in January? Well, there are many things that you can do. And the very first thing is to plan. You have to plan. Christmas comes around every year on December 25th. Hanukkah comes usually in December. Kwanzaa comes right after Christmas. All these different holiday um, experiences come around the exact same time in December. So why not plan for it in January? Then you need a budget. How much? Do you plan to spend on your holiday experience? Can you, and plan what you can afford? Not what makes you happy. The worst statement that I have, that I've heard is, you deserve it. You mm. deserve it. We have to make memories. 
when January comes in, and maybe around the third week in January, the bills come in, those memories have faded. <laughs> and the weight of credit debt is on your back. You do not want that. So plan and have a budget and shop wisely. Wow. And how do we do that? Shop all year long. There's no reason why you can't hold a gift for eight months or four months or three months. You see something on sale, have a treasure box, a treasure chest, and even put the name of the person's name you want on that gift. I even do that for regular birthdays and regular um, um, uh, gift-giving experiences through the year. You see something on sale, you buy it and put it in your treasure chest. You said to start planning from January. What kind of expenses do we usually incur during the holiday season? Okay, so we're talking about the day after Thanksgiving or you're talking about including the Thanksgiving Day dinner? Including Thanksgiving dinner. Okay, so first of all, you have your decorations. My favorite store, Williams-Sonoma, has beautiful dishes for Thanksgiving and for Christmas. Well, maybe you won't have them this year. Have them when they're on sale after the holiday and have it for next year. I have a nice little Thanksgiving um, cup that's just beautiful that I will use this year. I did buy it for a, a gift for someone, but I decided all the gifts that I buy, I like. So I decided to keep that gift. The decorations for Christmas or Hanukkah or um, Hanukkah or Kwanzaa, and Thanksgiving, you want those are deck. That's a cost. Just decorations, strictly decorations, including the Christmas tree, all that. Number two, the dinners, the holiday dinners, Thanksgiving dinner, as well as the Christmas dinner. Those are costs. We're strictly talking the food. Okay. And I don't know if you're having it catered or you're having somebody come and do the cleanup or anything like that, but all those things are cost and you need to plan for those costs. I'm wanting to, uh, when I taught this, I taught a course called Life 101 to my students. And of course, they don't cook the Thanksgiving Day dinner. They don't cook or even, or even buy for the Christmas dinner. But I wanted them to know there is a fee. You just don't walk up to the table and eat. There is a, there's a, there's a, there's a month. Money is incurred. Expenses are incurred to have a good dinner. So I make them plan the dinner and plan healthy, um, healthy things as well as cranberry sauce, which is not healthy, but even some of the components that are not healthy, but plan a healthy dinner. I let them use the circulars that come from the stores or they can go online and plan the meal. And then they use a spreadsheet and then they add it all up with the spreadsheet formula to find out how much Christmas, the Christmas dinner really costs, how much the Thanksgiving day dinner costs. And they're blown away because usually many people just walk up to the table and sit down and get a fork and start eating. There are many expenses that are incurred. Mm -hmm. Okay, the next thing is the holiday parties. Do you give a holiday party? Do you invite people over? 
I'm not talking if it's 20 or 30 people, even if it's five people, their expenses and having a holiday party. And finally, the gifts, the gifts. Who are you going to give a gift to? You give a gift to everybody you know. I write out my plan on who's getting a gift this year. And if you're going to give one to the postman, are you going to put that in there? You need to put that in there. Your school teachers, um, we're both retired educators. Your school teachers need gifts because <laughs> although they get paid, they go way beyond to teach your children um, with an excellent education. Um, yeah. So the gifts and, and your children, and if you have a spouse, and if you have grandchildren, if you have a husband, if you have a wife, all those things. And you know, I, don't, I didn't mean to say this today, but some of you buy gifts for your pets. Put Fifi in there if you're gonna buy him something at the store. Everybody has to be accounted for. That's not on my list, but yes. You need to plan, budget, and save. I like that. Plan, budget, and save. And don't just do random spending. Because even if you're just not the one just pulling the chair at the table, if you're just buying things, during this time of year, the smells, the colors, you know, the, the music in the stores, all of that is just set up to make you spend. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. There is um, there is a science to getting people to spend their money. When you go to Disney World, there is a science to get you to spend the money coming out of your pockets. When you go to the resorts, there is a plan. They have planned how much you're going to spend while you're there. Thank you for saying that because they plan and we need to plan, which is the purpose of, you know, your book, teaching young people, but also teaching us, retired or not, how to plan. You've mentioned having a budget. So what about um, credit card spending? Please don't. (laughs) Why credit card spending puts a weight on your back. Now, if you can afford to use your credit card and pay it off when the bill comes in, fine. The problem is many Americans don't. When the bill comes in, they often pay that minimum. So you spend $3,000 at Christmas and you pay that minimum. You're gonna be paying for Christmas 2021 for more than a year to come. So you want to, to only spend what you can afford, plan, have, have a savings account just for your for Christmas spending. The other gifts, that's something different, but for Christmas spending, have an account for just Christmas spending. And then if you can use that credit card and pay it off when it comes, fine. Because you know, there's a lot of incentives in using the credit card. Airline miles money back, rewards, but they're planning on you spending more and more to get those rewards. Those those credit card companies are in this for business. They want your money. 
And it's something that, that we need to remember and to remind one another and teach our young people. Yes. Thank you. And Joy, do you realize you're teaching your children by your actions? They're watching you day by day and your spending habits. And you are teaching them by your spending habits, be it positive or be it negative. Our world is full of debt from Congress down to the consumer. Many people are in debt and Mm -hmm. debt living is not fun. There is a saying, debt will always be with you, just have fun. Oh, that's not me. The weight of debt is, is a terrible feeling. I used to be in debt and thank God when things happen and you can, you have an emergency fund and you can pay it off and you don't have to find that credit card. Oh my God, what credit card are we going to put this on? The weight of debt is unbearable. Mm -hmm. There's there's nothing fun about it. And the reason why I have you on as a special guest is to exhort us because not only when we get older, but this is a lesson that we need to, to, to share and instill in our young people so that they don't have to live a life of debt because that that's not the life that God called us to. And emergencies happen. They happen all of the time. And it's an emergency because we're not expecting it. So to live from credit card to credit card or to be in debt where we're going from month to month, we have to come up with a plan to be able to live better and to, to, to set an example for our children, you yeah. know, that we can do this but we need to do this with a plan, like you said, have a budget, have a savings thing. So it's something that a lot of people do, but a lot of people don't do it. So this is the purpose for us to exhort and to encourage and to remind myself and others what you said about the plan and budgeting. These numbers change, and I think they're quite low, but average spending for Christmas is probably around... I think that's low, but that's what they're saying. If you know that you're, let's say $1,500, let's say you're going to spend $1,500. You have to, you need to break that $1,500 into 12 installments so that you will save every month for that special occasion, which is Christmas or Hanukkah or, or Kwanzaa or this the whole holiday season. So and some people, they celebrate all, a whole lot of holidays because the makeup of your family. Some people have different faiths in their family and different, um, uh, different um, nationalities in their family that celebrate different holidays. So you need to plan. Yes, the word today is budget, plan, and save. Yeah, 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 thank you. What about um, online versus in-person shopping? you have any tips on that? I do. You know, Cyber Monday is a hot Monday in December. All <laughs> the faiths, all the religions, anybody that has a mouse, a finger, and an account l- like to go. Well, they some go to online. 
online, you get a chance to. I'm sorry. And I was, I was about to um, interrupt you. You jumped to Cyber Monday. I like what you said. Every faith, anyone who has a mouse and a finger, you skipped. Um, Black Friday. Once again, plan, budget, and save. Black Friday is the same day every year. It never changes. I don't even remember a storm stopping Black Friday. You can go, people can Google it. I don't remember any storm that has shut down Black Friday. Um, COVID didn't shut down Black Friday, okay? Um, Cyber Monday happens every year. We never had a, uh, ever had a blackout on the internet where you couldn't buy anything. So it comes around. The, the, the beauty of both those holidays, you can plan, budget, and save and compare. So as you're planning, you can go online. You know, somebody always leaks Friday sales. There are sites out there. I'm not saying you should do this. It's not right. But somebody leaks the sales that are happening. So you don't have to wait to the night before Black Friday to shop. You know what store they have. Everything's on the internet. And you can compare the prices. For instance, if you want a coffee maker and you know which coffee maker you want, you just go on, go online and see which, which store is going to have the lowest price for you. And then online, you, can, you don't even have to go to the store on Good Friday. You can order that online and just have, have them ship it to you or pick it up at the, um, the waiting spot for online sales. Some stores, because of COVID, because of the pandemic, you can come out, they'll bring it out to the car. Now, I don't know if that's going to happen during Black Friday. I don't know if any salespeople are coming out to the car with sale items, but uh, you can check that out. I, I don't know. The other thing, Cyber Monday, they have special sales for people who want to shop online. And then what you do is compare, see if this store is cheaper than that store, and find out where you can get the item the lowest. You know, it, it amazes me that one item can have many different costs. Um, one year uh, in my classroom, uh, don't judge me, but my mother's wash machine broke. So I'm going to have this be a teaching lesson for my students. Boys and girls, I need a wash machine. This is what I want on it. This is the name brand I want. This, 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 and this. I need you to find this item for me. And they found it. Many different costs. They know that the cons some consumers are, oh, there it is, click, bought. Then we know somebody else is going to look for a coupon. Oh, I'm going to buy it. And we know somebody else is just going to wait and wait until it drops in price. Maybe I'll wait to after Christmas. Maybe that grandmother doesn't need that wash machine or maybe she doesn't need that, that coffee machine. Maybe she'll wait to after Christmas when the sales drop. So they know what type of consumers. Everything is researched. 
every type of consumer is researched, but they're, they're prices for everybody. I need a washing machine today. I'll take that one. They know somebody will walk into the store, buy what they need, could care less. They care how much it costs, but it's in the realm, give or take two or $300. And they go home. But just think about it. All your department stores get the same item, basically, from the same manufacturer with the same um, code on it or manufacturer code. But they can charge what they want. Yeah, I love the fact. High five. Kudos to you that you made it a lesson, a life lesson for your students. But it's a life lesson for us, too. Something that I know you do a lot and you do very well is to do research. Because, again, you're saying have a plan. Don't just live haphazardly. I don't know who said this, but I know that is very wise. People who do not have a plan. People without a vision, Parish. Oh, I know. Yeah, it's in. The, it's on the. It's on the first cover of my book. By Read failing it. to prepare, you are preparing to fail. By Benjamin Franklin. Thank you. My husband. His saying was, and this had to do with their schoolwork, but now I see how it applies to everything. I can't give the person credit who said it. So, friend, you're going to have to look it up. Marlene knew Benjamin Franklin. This one, you look it up. And the saying is, proper preparation prevents poor performance. Yes, yes, yes. I had that up at my house somewhere. Um, I'm not sure where it is now. It was in my son's room. But yes, that's very good. Very good. And before I turn this back over to Marlene to share specifically about how you can get a copy of her book, how you can share that as a gift mm-hmm. for yourself, a neighbor, a young person during the holiday season. This is in Proverbs 30. It's um, the English standard version. And listen to this. Four things on earth are small, but they are exceedingly wise. The ants are a people not strong, yet they provide their food in the summer. And it goes on to talk about three other insects or three other animals. But again, it's talking about the ants planning for the winter during the summer. And Marlene has shared with us that when we're shopping, we know that the holidays come every year, same time for Christmas, around the same time when we're talking Thanksgiving, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah. Even if we're celebrating Eid as a Muslim, it's around the same time. She's saying, as a person of purpose, a person of faith, for us, we're talking about um, the Christian faith, plan for Christmas starting from January. Is that right? Living wisely, spending wisely. Now, I just, I missed a couple things. If you live on the East Coast, like I do, January is typically cold. February, March, and sometimes even April. All that spending those toys that the children will let go and put under their bed maybe a month later, 
you still have to pay for that gas bill. So when I say budget, I mean a specific budget for holiday spending. Please don't take money from your utility budget. Please don't take money from your gift budget that you give to others and give to your church tithing. Please don't take anything from your tithes for sure. Make sure it's that specific and make sure that you know what's coming out of your pocket and the expenses that you need. Very good. How can we get a copy of your book? My book is on amazon.com. Please, now there is another book called Life 101, but not money management and adulting made simple. Adulting is making life choices. Everyday adulthood life choices. So Life 101, amazon.com. You can find the book on Amazon. Please hold it up again. Okay. And friend, as a gift to you, the first person, well, how will I know you're the first person? Because you'll be the first comment. The first person who makes a comment in the comment section of my YouTube channel, that's a place for joy, four being the number four, the first person who makes a comment and tells me something that they learned from Marlene, from her book, or a tip that she gave that you plan to use or share or like, I will be gifting you with a copy of her book. So I need you to make a comment. It would be nice if you subscribe too. And if you're listening and not watching, go ahead, just click A Place for Joy, find it on YouTube, on your cell phone. Don't do it if you're driving. And also you can look on your tablet or whatever digital device, just go ahead, make a comment. If there are a lot of comments, I might give two people, but definitely the first person, because I want to say thank you. I want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for being a subscriber. Thank you. Even if you're not a subscriber, we're just happy you're here because the purpose is to encourage, to inform, to enlighten so that we live this life that God has gifted to us and blessed us with. And especially during this season where he gave us his best gift, his son, Jesus Christ, to come and be with us so we can have access to him. Let's live it wisely. Yes. Thank you, Marlene Jenkins Cooper. Thank you so much for being a guest on Life and Faith Chats. And friends, thank you. Be sure to come back because during this season, instead of bi-weekly, you're going to be having an episode on the podcast weekly because we're preparing for the holiday season. So I look forward to seeing you or I look forward to you listening next week. Peace.